Hey guys, this is Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. Today we're talking about no contact. Why is it so important? What is it? And most importantly, why is it so vital to my recovery? Looking forward to having this conversation with you, and I will talk to you soon. No contact is one of the very first steps to recovery from narcissistic and toxic abuse. When I say no contact, I literally mean no contact. Now, to most people, that might sound very, very harsh. And it may even sound very counterproductive to what you've been taught on how to end a relationship properly. And I actually agree. I think that most relationships, when two healthy people just decide that they want to end a relationship, I think that it should end cordially. Even if it was a unilateral decision where just one person made the decision to end things, I think that in most situations, relationships should end on a positive note. However, we're not talking about a healthy relationship. We're not even talking about a normal relationship. When we're talking about people who are toxic, abusive, and narcissistic, you have to understand that there is no ending it nicely, cordially, or healthy. Ending a toxic or a narcissistic relationship is very comparable to ending an addiction. As a matter of fact, the same parts of the brain that affect a toxic relationship are the same parts of the brain that affect addiction as well. There are a lot of clinicians who actually say that the recovery process from a toxic relationship is more difficult than kicking heroin. For those of you who may not have followed me for a long time or may not know me personally, I actually started out in the addictions field. I was an addictions therapist for quite some time. And anyone who is in recovery will tell you that for you to be successful in your recovery, you need to change your people, your places, and your things. And this is also true of a toxic relationship as well. It doesn't matter what you do, whether it be a diet, whether you want to stop or cut down drinking, or even ending a relationship. In the very beginning, when you've made the decision and you're in a position of power, you're, you're walking with a lot of confidence. You feel very empowered. You just made a powerful decision about your life. You're about to take your life into a completely new direction. It's the reason why so many people are at the gym during, at the beginning of the new year for their New Year's resolution. They feel powerful. They feel empowered. They're excited. They have new life. They have new energy. But if they haven't changed their habits, if they haven't changed their people, if, you have, if they haven't changed their places, and if they haven't changed their things, they're always going to end up back in the same spot that they were in before. I just mentioned that I was 
in the addictions field for a little bit. And when I was working with people, quite often they were very, very excited in the beginning. But when I noticed that their people, places, and things did not change, it would always be a red flag to me. I knew that it was just a moment of time before they would crack. And the reason behind this is because I don't care how confident you are in the beginning. I don't care how excited you are in the beginning. We are all going to have our good days and we are all going to have our bad days. And the same is true of a toxic relationship and going no contact. No contact isn't just for the days that you're strong. It's also for the days that you're weak. It's easy to break up with people or end a relationship when you're feeling confident, when you know that that you're better off without that person. It becomes much more difficult in the middle of the night when you're having nightmares, when you're having separation anxiety, when you're having withdrawals from this person, when they're blowing up your phone, when they're sending you text messages, when they're making promises that they have no intentions on keeping, when they're calling your family members. It makes it very difficult to go back when you are fearful of the unknown. Will I ever meet anyone else? Will my family ever accept me again if you're in a toxic family situation? Will I ever find another job if you're coming out of a workplace situation? You have to also keep in mind that not only are you addicted to them, but they are also addicted to you. They are often waiting for a moment of weakness. Just to touch on the addictions field Again, that is also what a lot of drug dealers would do. They would just befriend the person that is trying to end their addiction. And they would pose as if they are not a threat. Oh, no big deal. If you, you know, if you don't want to use anymore, that's, that's perfectly fine. We can still be friends. Just, you know, just say hi to me every once in a while when you see me. No, no big deal. Or even friends that the person would use with. Oh, we can still be friends. I won't use around you. And then eventually it gets to a point where they do use or they do drink or they do whatever drug of choice at the time. And eventually that friend or that drug dealer will eventually catch that person in a weak moment and ease them right back into the place that they were before. Quite often worse than what they were before. And the same is very true of a toxic relationship. They'll befriend you. Yeah, they'll be friends with you. No big deal. They'll hang out with you. Maybe even go on a couple of dates. It's no big deal to kiss. It's no big deal to stop by or for you to stop by or for them to visit your family or vice versa. Send a happy birthday card. Say Merry Christmas. But then eventually... They're going to get you right back to where they had you before. And trust me when I tell you this, because this is very, very common. The abuse when you go back is way worse than what it ever was before. And they also make it much more difficult for you to leave the next time because they know that you leaving is an actual possibility. So for those of you who are considering leaving, no contact is the best method but it is difficult and I understand that some of you may not have a choice but to remain in some sort of contact because you share children with them and I'll deal with that in another episode but today I want to talk to the people that have a choice 
that can end this and can go no contact. No contact is always the best solution. However, it does hurt. You will have separation anxiety. You will have withdrawals. You will have nightmares. But the alternative, not going, not going no contact, is actually delaying your healing. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. I'm Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. So if you have a question that you would like for me to answer in a future podcast, go to MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Go to contact. Be very, very direct with your questions. Two to three paragraphs max. And I would be very, very happy to answer any question you have in a future podcast. Also, if you would like to work with me one-on-one, go to MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Select the products tab. Go to whichever product you feel works best for your situation. And I would be happy to meet with you one-on-one. This is a Monday episode, so I will talk to you tomorrow. Keep in mind, this is a weekday episode, so Monday through Friday, tune in to Toxic to Triumph. Share this with your friends and family members who may be struggling with a toxic relationship, and I will talk to you soon. And I will talk to you soon. Your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, yeah. Show the world you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly.